You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 167. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Lara Bernard. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why speed is so important when it comes to building and running a PMO. Now, if you've listened to some of my episodes recently, you've heard me say that your business leaders are going to be impatient when you're setting up a PMO or you're rolling out new services and capabilities. And today I'm going to talk to you about some really important reasons why that impatience exists, what's going to happen if you don't start showing value quickly, and some tips on the best way to show value quickly. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the PMO Impact Summit. It is almost here. Are you registered yet, Impact Driver? You must register for the PMO Impact Summit. It's completely free thanks to all the hard work we do at PMO Strategies, our wonderful partner UMT360, and the fabulous thought leaders and experts that we bring to you for free through this summit. If it wasn't for these fabulous speakers, the support we get from UMT360, we couldn't keep it free for you. So go take advantage of all that we are offering for you for free. If you are a PMO leader, you must attend this event. It is on September 27th and 28th. That's when the live content will be available. And then recordings will be available through the end of that week. Now we have content available for every time zone. So even if you're saying, well, I'm nowhere near North America, I'll be asleep when you're doing the live content. Don't worry. I've got you because all of the live stuff will be recorded and we have items that we are pre-recording to make available to you so that you can watch it in your time zone at the most convenient time for you. And all of that is provided free, but you got to be there. You got to show up. You've got to invest in yourself and make the time for it because I'm investing in you. We put so much time and energy into making this event happen and keeping it free for you. I believe in you. I believe you're worth it. I'm investing in you and you must do the same. All you've got to do is register for free, put it on your calendar, block the time and get ready to elevate your role and the role of the PMO in your organization. Just go to PMOimpactsummit.com and register for free today. That's PMOimpactsummit.com. And if you're catching this episode after the summit has happened in September of 2022, go to the website anyway, because we have more events coming up and some fun ways for you to get access to some content on demand. So just go to PMOimpactsummit.com right now and check it out. Okay, let's dive in. There are a few important reasons why speed matters when it comes to building and delivering services and capabilities in the PMO. I'm going to share some of those most important reasons with you today and help you understand why your business leaders might seem to be supporting you, but then they or the stakeholders just don't seem to have your back when it comes to finally getting to roll out those services and capabilities. 
and what you need to be focused on and ways to get that value to happen much faster than you might think. Okay. If you've listened to prior episodes, you may have heard me say, by the time you get the role of the PMO, you're already behind. By the time you get into the role of the PMO, they're already impatient waiting for those services to be rolled out. I'm going to start with that one and then I'll give you a couple of other things to think about as well. Here's why I say that. Before a business leader is going to take action on something, especially if it's something they're not really 100% sure is going to work, they're going to wait for enough evidence around them that this is the only path forward. So imagine that you were hired into PMO role and they said, okay, here you are, let's get going. Day one, you're already behind because that business leader or those business leaders have been dealing with some underlying problems that justified the need for the PMO. And they could have been dealing with those underlying problems, those reasons why they finally said yes to hire you and let you build a team or let you start with the PMO for a very long time, possibly years. They could know that there's a problem, but had other problems that they had to deal with first. And so they're finally getting around to solve this one years later, or maybe there's been a change in leadership and the old way of doing things that was fraught with all kinds of challenges are now being changed or addressed by new leadership, or they could have just finally been sick of the way things were happening. So they've been dealing, your business leaders, your stakeholders, they've been dealing with some underlying problems for some period of time. And so they started getting together with other business leaders and having conversations about ways they could solve the problem. They might have tried other solutions that didn't work. And then they finally say, okay, let's give this PMO thing a try. And that's where the HR process starts for someone to be put into a role, which means they need a job description. It needs to be vetted and reviewed by people. They need to find the funding for it. They might have to wait into a whole new fiscal year in order to be able to fund this role. They got to figure out where it's going to sit. And all kinds of things had to happen after they said, fine, the pain is so bad, we're going to take action. And that's when the recruitment process just kicks off. And that could take months or a year or more just for that process after they knew they had a problem, after they finally got so sick of that problem that they did something about it, they funded it, they said yes. So here you are, and you might be the 10th or 20th or 50th person they've interviewed for that role after they got the funding, after they put the job description together, after they had the recruiter start looking for the role. And you are the one they selected. And then they say, okay, great. When are you starting? And maybe you couldn't start right away and you needed a few weeks to get out of the role you're in or take a break, which by the way, highly recommend you take a break between roles. When I was going between jobs, many of those years I was a single mom and didn't take that time. And man, did I regret it. I always could have used a little bit more time to get my house in order, to get rest before starting a new role. So I highly recommend that if you get a chance, even if it means you'll be a little financially strapped for a little bit, your sanity 
is worth it. And you will thank yourself later. Okay. So all of those things happened and then you finally start and there you are on day one. And if you're one of my students, you know, I've got you every step of the way and you have the impact engine PMO program to take you on step-by-step-by-step of that first 90 days in the role and how you're going to build credibility quickly and get success going right away. But it's still been months or years since they wanted someone in that role. It's been a long time that they've been suffering with that pain. So even my students know and hear from me, you got to hit the ground running fast, which means you've got to be able to find those problems that really need to get solved quickly and figure out how to solve them. And we'll get into that in other episodes. And we have gotten to that in episodes in the past, but again, there's no better place for you to be than in our impact engine program. We help you hit the ground running quickly. So let's just say though, that you did start in that role. You are on your first day and now your business leaders are saying, okay, when can you have results? First of all, you better have a plan, which we do in our program. And you better have answers to those questions that they're going to be asking. Because remember, if they've been waiting years and you're still on day one, you've got some work to do and you've got to be doing all the stuff we do in our assessment process to meet with stakeholders and ask really good questions and know what questions to ask and know how to find the root cause of the problems that they're seeing and on and on that goes, right? So you've got to be ready to go and know exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And that doesn't mean that you have the answers to the business problems you need to solve day one. And it doesn't mean you go in there pretending that you know better than they do what the solutions need to be. You do, but you have to give them what they want before you give them what they need, which means you have to listen to what their pain points are identify the root causes of those pain points, and then put the right solutions in place. You don't want to ever, 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 ever ask them what the PMO should do because they are not experts in what a PMO should do. You are, you are the one they hired for that. And if you let them determine what the PMO should do, the solutions, the services and capabilities, you are headed down a path that is not going to be fun. What you want to do though, is focus on the things they are experts in, which is their pain. So again, we'll get into that in other episodes, or obviously you can join our impact engine program and have our step-by-step process and system and framework and coaching to support you along the way. But know that you've got to have a plan and that you have to be able to show them very quickly how you're going to take them on this journey, like we do for the first 90 days, right? So if you walk in the door and they've been waiting for years potentially, or even if they've been waiting for weeks, they're still going to be impatient the day you walk in the door. So you've got to have a good strategy and you cannot take months and months or years to start showing value because here's the other things that happen if you do. So we've covered the whole, they're going to be impatient the day you start. And you know that you've got to come in with a really solid plan. This is why some of our students, oh, I love when they do this. They're always so grateful when they do this. And that's join our program before they've started the job so that they can get through all of module one and have the right mindsets and understand some questions to ask and know exactly where to start the day they start the role. And then they can start getting into module two where we 
tell them, okay, here's the stakeholders you need to meet with, and here's the things you need to do, and here's the questions you need to ask, and following all of our guidance and all of our step-by-step, that gives them their strategy for what they're going to do. And they put together a 90-day plan so that the day they walk in the door, they're rocking and rolling, right? If you don't have something like that, if you don't have all that figured out, then you're going to be figuring it out as you go. And that's going to start to show. They're going to know that you're not exactly sure what you need to do next. And that you don't really know when things are going to be rolled out. And frankly, it's not fair for you to know the day you go in there, right? But that's the reality. They want to know that they made a smart decision hiring you and that you've got a plan, right? So day one, they're already going to think you're behind because of things that have nothing to do with you and that you have no control over, but that's the reality. So let's say that you get that and you start putting things in place, but you are thinking, well, it's probably going to be six or nine months before we're going to roll something out. Okay. You know, what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. They're going to start building their own things that solve their problems, their pain points they have. If you don't solve them fast enough, they're going to forget why they invested in the PMO and ask, what have you done for me lately? And when you haven't rolled anything out, they're going to say, you've done nothing for me lately. Why did we invest in the PMO? Why did we invest in this role? Hmm, maybe we don't need this role to sit where it does in the organization. Maybe we can move it somewhere else. Maybe it needs to go sit under this area over here or this area over here where you may not have any actual influence or authority to get things done. Or they might lose interest. The excitement about the promise of a better path or a better solution to their pain will start to lose some of its shine if they don't actually see anything behind it. And the crazy part is, is that this could erode your credibility before you've even had a chance to build it. This could have them losing trust in you before you've ever even had the opportunity to be successful. And it's not fair. It is absolutely not fair. But I can tell you this is a reality that many of our students experience before they join us and many of you in the PMO community experience. And it's why when I see somebody that's in this position or starting a new role, um, I say to them, oh my gosh, get in the program now, please join us. Let me help you. Let our team of coaches help you. Let our PMO leaders that are doing this work around the world support you, cheer you on, share their insights, their ideas, their best practices. It's because I've seen this before, right? Have you ever heard anyone say, I've seen this movie before and I know how it turns out? This is literally what we've been doing for 25 years. And everything I share with you was either something I've experienced or my students or my clients have experienced. And we know how to fix it, right? So this is something that I faced myself in organizations. I remember, and when I was building PMOs, I started in 1999 and did it for about 15 years. And sometimes they were called more of like a transformation office or strategy delivery office, or it could be an externally customer facing PMO or an internal focus PMO. They were all different kinds of things, but at the bottom line is they were all pretty much in the same position. You had to be able to hit the ground running fast. And back then you had more time than you do now. And I remember 
situations where I didn't have a lot of time. For example, the very first PMO I ever built was in the middle of dot-com insanity, working with bleeding edge technologies to bring e-commerce solutions to brick and mortar stores at the beginning of the internet days, the World Wide web that we used to call it. Well, back then it was funny because all these brick and mortar CEOs didn't actually have any idea how much work it was to create an e-commerce store and to sell their products and services and things online. They didn't know. And they were extremely impatient. And so I got to see firsthand, I'm trying to build my very first PMO to deliver projects to put these e-commerce solutions in place with very impatient brick and mortar store owners because they all wanted to be first to the market in their specific niche. And then on top of that, I had a very young and aggressive leadership team I was working for that wanted this PMO set up yesterday, but they didn't even know it was a PMO. They didn't even know it was called a PMO, but we knew we had to get these client engagements rocking and rolling fast, right? So based on that, we were working as quickly as we could and it still wasn't fast enough and we were flying and it wasn't fast enough. So I can tell you, even in my very first experience as a PMO leader, impatience will rule every time. Even if you think your business leaders are going to be patient with you, I wouldn't lean on that too heavily because you have all of those other factors, right? Let's say your business leader, your boss, for example, they built PMOs, they get it. They understand that it takes time. They've built business units in the past, totally got it. We appreciate this is going to take you a little time, right? But they're not your problem. It's the stakeholders you're supposed to support, which could be any stakeholders. Let's say that there's project managers in the organization and they've been used to doing things their own way. And they now have this new PMO that comes in, is supposed to make everything better. It's all sunshine and unicorns and rainbows. And you don't deliver anything for a while. And they start to think, well, who is this PMO really here for? Because they're not fixing any of our problems. And then what do they do? Get even more embedded in their own special, specific way that they're doing things. Or you have business leaders that are saying, oh, no, 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 no. We don't need the PMO because you're taking too long to show value. And so we're going to just create this little thing over here. Don't pay any attention to us. We're going to just do this little thing over here for a while that basically replaces the service that you were supposed to provide for them. If you don't build it, they will. And for your business leaders, they could have very short-term memories. This is real. This is a real thing as frustrating as it can be because that promise of a better way, that promise to a solution to the pain is either going to get resolved by somebody else or it won't be as important as whatever the current drama is of the moment. So in that situation, you're going to be thinking, okay, so you invested in me and now you've, I don't know, hired a consultant to take care of this and another part of the organization decided not to give me the funding I need now that I actually know what I'm going to do six or nine months or a year after you hired me, or there's just going to be some other promise of a better path forward that doesn't include you or those business units solved it without you and now they don't need you right? So none of this is meant to scare you. 
I'm sharing this with you to arm you with the knowledge and the understanding of what your stakeholders are experiencing, which is where you need to start anyway, so that you can be best prepared and armed for a better path forward. So what do we do? What do we do in this situation? You're just there day one. It's not fair that you have to have your whole plan figured out. Well, again, that's why we do our impact engine program. You don't have to figure it out on day one, but you can take that first module that includes putting your 90 day plan in place. And I teach you what you're going to do in that first 90 days. I show you how the, by the time you get to module five of six steps, by the way, you're already going to be showing value. I help you figure out who to talk to, what questions to ask, how to determine where those pain points are, how to get to the underlying root causes of those pain points, how to prioritize those pain points and figure out which solutions you should start with, how to figure out what solutions need to be there and how to lay all of that out in your business plan, your 90 day plan, your impact capability, delivery roadmap, your own maturity model, all of that, and then start delivering and measuring your success and knowing how to talk about it and communicate it, which is the key here. The reason I'm explaining to you how we do what we do is because the secrets to success of thousands of PMO leaders and my own experience are right in there, right? So you need to know how to talk about it. You need to know how to measure the value, the impact you're making and communicate that in a way that addresses their impatience keeps them from solving problems on their own and then not needing you, reminds them of why they invested in the PMO and gets rid of that short-term memory problem that many business leaders have, keeps them focused on the positive contributions you're making so they never ask, what have you done for me lately? And keeps them interested, engaged, and excited about a better path forward to solve their pain points. That's why our program works. And that's why I'm sharing these secrets with you. Because if you are armed with all of this knowledge and understand that you don't have a lot of time to waste and that you have to get laser focused on coming to the table with a good plan, not solutions. You don't come to the table with solutions first. You've got to come to the table with a plan and set expectations. Then you follow the process to assess the organization, to determine the highest impact opportunities, and then you build the solutions. But you build the solutions in a way that has them begging for more because you stay laser focused on their pain points. All right. So you with me now, you got to know as unfair as it is, you got to hit the ground running. They're going to be impatient because they were dealing with this problem much before you even showed up. And by the way, if you're saying, yeah, but I'm the one that's instigating the PMO, it doesn't matter. Same thing. They finally said yes to you. They finally said yes to you. And now you're getting your chance and you better be prepared to hit the ground running. And I'm not saying any of this to stress you out because I know you might be freaking out right now going great. I had a plan for six to nine months, I would do all of this research, do all this assessment, and then I would be ready to start rolling out solutions. And if that's the case, you're going to have to reset how you think about iterative value delivery. You want to be iterating your way to impact 
like I teach you in our program. Also, if you're saying, but I already know the solutions they need. I don't need to do the assessment work. Wrong. 1000% wrong. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're right. It does not matter if you're right. It doesn't matter if you can see the problems that they can't. It matters that they get what they want before you give them what they need, which means you have to be giving them solutions to the pains they know they have. So you have to start in the assessment process with what they know they want solved. And eventually, if you do that right, because you built credibility, you've kept them focused, you've kept them positive, you've kept them engaged and you kept them funding you, you'll be able to do other things that you know need to get done. But you always do that after you've built credibility. First, you must address the pain they know they have because that's where their expertise lies in knowing the pain that they want to go away. And that's where you come in, my friend, my dear impact driver. That's where you come in. You come in to be able to show them value quickly, iterate your way to impact and start with something that you know they want solved. And then they see it solved. Your credibility shoots through the roof and you're able to keep going and delivering more and more value over time. But you got to get those solutions in front of them fast based on the pain they know they have. Okay. I hope this has been super helpful for you. Oh my gosh. I try to keep these episodes short, but I can't because there's so much I want to share with you. So I hope you found this valuable. If you're not registered for the PMO Impact Summit, what a great way to start seeing ways that you can elevate the role of the PMO and think about what services and capabilities could address the pain points they know they have. Join us at the PMO Impact Summit. Just go to PMOImpactSummit.com. Register for free today. Thank you to our fabulous sponsor, UMT360, as well as our wonderful thought leaders that have contributed their content to make sure that you can make a huge impact with your PMO. And if you do want to learn more about our Impact Engine program, just go to the PMO Strategies website and check it out for PMO leaders, or you can just go to iepmo.com and join us right now. Thank you for being a part of this episode. I am so honored to be able to support you on your high impact journey. If you love what you're hearing, make sure you hit subscribe and download the podcast so that it can be with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now.